Challenge you to bring his hand. Uh, it's my turn. It's my turn. Hold on, let me go. No, on. it's my turn. He's saying Skip Bayless. Yeah. Oh, speaking about Skip Bayless. Hold on. Yeah. Fucking... What's good, Alex German? Did you guys know that Richard Sherman is going on uh, Undisputed? That is the worst decision they could ever make. Um, oh, show's so bad. Like, he's going to get so angry and fight him. Um, Speaking of people that are going to make you mad and make you want to fight your TV screen, we're uh, getting into the running backs you should not draft in this year's um fantasy football season. Uh, we've all got a player each that we're going to go through and tell you guys um, what's wrong with them and why we hate them and why you guys shouldn't touch them. Um, we've all had a, a long think and long hard think about who we should uh, stay away from, and I think we all got some some good sneaky picks. Um, Frank, how are we today on this fine evening? Yeah, I was doing good up until you've... You've shortchanged the listeners. You haven't you haven't hit us with the yo yo yo. What's good, Addicts Gang? And I'm just feeling a little bit down. I'm I'm not I'm not feeling ready to go, Charlene. So why don't why don't you try that again? What I did and really bring us in. Yo, 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 what's good, Addicts Gang? Is that better, Frank? Yeah, that's fantastic, Charlene. I'm doing really well now. Um, it's good to be on here talking fantasy football with you. Um, like I said, must avoid running backs. Um, one of those positions in fantasy football that it, if you hit on running back, then it goes a long way to winning a fantasy championship. You miss on running back, and you're sitting there like scraping the waiver wire for like five, six to 10 fantasy points and you're trying to find the guy that one week like catches four passes. Like I hate to be the guy um, of passes, you know, that's getting excited about starting JD McKissick because he's going to catch four passes. I know Andrew's that guy um, league crumb, um, but no, it's good to have you on here as well. Andrew, um, how are you, mate? Um, I've won two titles and you've won zero. So sit down, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm good, Frank. Uh, Charlene did hit us with the yo-yo-yo. He just wanted to blend in the undisputed Skip Bayless chat in there. I can't believe you didn't hear it. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one, of, one of the coldest intros we've had on the pod. But um, yeah, running back bust. I think we're spoiled with options this year, really. It was uh, hard to narrow it down. Um, but who wants to kick it off? I know you do, Frank. But before we do, make sure you're following the podcast on Twitter at the FB Addicts, Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Uh, check out our quarterbacks must draft and uh, quarterback bust episodes. Uh, team breakdowns are also on the pod um, Spotify channel. So give us a follow so you don't miss an episode and a uh, five-star review if you enjoy. Um, Frank, who is your running back bust of the year? Yeah, you run a good promo, Andrew. Um, no, my running back bust is going to be Kenneth Walker of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, obviously, news would have broken uh, rather recently that he is dealing with an injury um, in camp. 
So is Zach Charbonnet, and so is who's the other guy? Is it Kenny McIntosh or something like that? I believe. I hopefully I haven't gotten that name wrong. Um, but they've had three of their running backs go down. They're only sitting there with DJ Dallas at the moment in their backfield at training camp, just about. Um, but he's someone that's going off the board as a running back sixteen. Uh, sorry, running back seventeen or sixteen. Same thing. What's the once you get to that point, it doesn't really matter. Um, but he's going off the board as the running back seventeen on underdog ADP. Um. Uh, Again, not someone I'm going to be targeting at that price tag because he doesn't have that receiving down capability. They've brought in Zach Charbonnet to be that third down receiving back. Zach Charbonnet is someone who excels in all sort of all facets of the game, but he's going to be someone that's really good in pass protection. Something that Kenneth Walker struggled with a little bit as a rookie because he is an uh, rather you know undersized back, someone that you know can create big plays for the Seattle Seahawks, and that's what they're going to use him for. I'm not saying he's not going to have big plays; he's going to have blow up weeks, but he's not going to be someone that's going to give you consistent fantasy production. On the running back seventeen price tag, um, it's too steep for me. I'd rather take someone like a Joe Mixon, who I know is going to get consistent workloads. You're probably not going to have blow up weeks, um, like you might see from Kenneth Walker. Um, but definitely, um, I'm not. I'm not really that interested in a running back that's going to be in a pass heavy offense that's got running mates that are going to be just as heavily involved as he is, who's not going to see targets on a third down on third down. So. Um, I'm going to avoid him. Definitely better options out there, and especially in that range. The wide receivers are, are a little bit better there too. Um, so I don't know if you guys disagree with that, but uh, not a big K-Walk guy. No, I, I definitely don't disagree at all. I'm I'm 100% in the same camp as you. Uh, I, I know it's a little bit disrespectful with how well Kenneth Walker did last year, but could you say him and David, like, David Montgomery are almost in the exact same situation. Yeah, well, you you could say that as well. I'm just looking at ADP as well. Like, why would I take him? Over? I I mentioned Joe Mixon because it's no secret that I I think he's going to be good for fantasy this year, despite being you know a pretty average player. But Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, you've got Aaron Jones, guys that are going in a very similar range to him, who I would much rather have at a similar price tag. Yeah, and and like like I don't think Zach Charbonnet is gonna have the same amount of touches as like like I'm gonna compare them again with uh, Jameer Gibbs, but I think I don't think they're gonna use Kenneth Walker in the passing game at all. Not that he can't, you know, he's not a bad pass catcher. They they just went in, out and and got a good one, so there's not much reason to use him. So he's gonna get a lot of goal line work, and he's just gonna get a lot of you know, rushing yards, which is still going to be good. You know, he's he's not – I don't think he's going to be a bad, you know, fantasy player. He's just got no upside. That you, What you're banking on is him scoring, you know, 12-plus touchdowns, which I think is the exact same as David Montgomery. Like, they're going to be fairly efficient runners. I think Kenneth Walker is going to be better on the ground. He's going to have more attempts and, you know, more yardage. But they're both going to kind of have to – feed off the same type of thing, which is just touchdowns. And, you know, one is going, you know, in that range that Frank was saying, and then the other one is going in like round eight, nine, you know, 10. So that's, that's what, why I'm so off him. Uh, I think the player is awesome. I think a real life, you know, if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan, I think you, you're excited about this backfield, but for fantasy, um, 
I really think he has like a, such a capped upside. Yeah, it's it's what you said at the end, Charlie. It's like Ken Walker. He's like my favorite running back of that class. Obviously, I was probably wrong with Brees Hall, but um, yeah, but he didn't catch passes in college. Um, I just Ken Walker is so good, so it's hard to just call him a bust. But uh, Seattle are a team that want to quote unquote establish it. And um, they just, they throw anyone in there. Like they, um, committees and stuff. And obviously Zach Charbonnet, they spent a second round pick on it, which was just such a red flag. Like it didn't, it didn't make sense to me, but it's kind of what we're living in. And I think they both um, impact each other negatively. Both have injuries, which kind of raises question marks already. So yeah, I, I agree with it, Frank, as much as it pains me to say, uh, I kind of like your your pick um Charlene, which one of us should go with our running back bust you can go big man okay um i'm gonna clunk three people in together sorry if that's cheating it's cheating but that's 100 cheating it's um josh jacobs i don't want anything to do with him with this holdout situation um i just hate it i don't know if he's going to play, if he's not going to play, I think he'll play, but I think he'll be bad anyway. Um, I was, I really wanted to be the Josh Jacob bust guy, and then now he's holding out, so it's kind of made it easy to do that. But I just made you look like an idiot last year, didn't he? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, fucking Josh Jacobs, man. Um, but yeah, I just he can't repeat it. Like he can't do that again. What he did, it was insane. He was like hurt every week and still going out there to try to get paid. But huh, who's laughing now, Josh Jacobs, you're not getting paid buddy. Um, but yeah, I just don't think he's going to repeat what he did last year. He might not even play early. And if the Raiders suck, I don't think he has any incentive to go out there and give his all for the team. Cause um, yeah, he wants to stay healthy and get, paid somewhere and that's just sketchy as similarly with jk dobbins exact same situation if dobbins plays i can see a way where he is good but you know are you keeping up with the hold in hold out situation frank like is he actually gonna play and like what are these two doing like are they gonna play like i'm so confused i get what jacobs is closing my eyes and hoping it blows over as the jonathan taylor owner i'm just like Close my eyes. It'll get sorted out. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with these running backs. I mean, the team's been pretty disrespectful to them. But J.K. Dobbins, I, I don't know what he's complaining about. Man's been injured the whole time. Yeah, man's done nothing. And my last one is Javante Williams. Um, I don't know if that's going to raise hell on the pod with Frank. But um, I just don't know if he's that good. There, I said it. Um, ACL as well, which is scary. Um, yeah, I don't want to, uh, buy draft a guy who's not actually that cheap when he's playing in a bad offense behind a batter line with a bad quarterback on a bad team. And he potentially is a bad running back who has bad knees and sucks. How's that Frank? Suck on that one. Um, that's a, great that's a bit harsh. I don't think I deserve that. That's a great argument. <laughs> no, I just don't want to mess with an ACL with Javante Williams. Um, he might look good in like week 12, 13, 14, 
maybe maybe he's a trade four target, but the whole season I'm out. But yeah, they're my three. Sorry if I was cheating. Um, but Charlene, let's let's hear yours because yours is the most exciting. Very big name to uh yeah, go my, after. Yeah, mine's exciting and it is a big name. I think it it's kind of gone, you know, pulling out that thread about the the running backs all in in holdout situations. And this pick is nothing against the player. I, I honestly think that you know he he is a top five running back in the league. And I, I, my pick here is is Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think what's happening to him, like you know, Jacobs and Dobbins, like they're kind of, uh, especially Dobbins. Like, I don't know what he's doing, but they're they they're kind of doing it just to to do it uh, in my opinion like the uh where's JT he's actually been like fully disrespected by the owner like it's what he's come out and said and you know everything that he's done it's so bad like I I would not want to play either like normally when like you know when we've seen Lev Bow do this in the past you're kind of like you know I get where you're coming from Lev Bow but you probably should just play. But in this case, I am 100% on JT's side. I, I honestly think he should, like, if he doesn't pad up for the Colts again, like, I would be, you know, rooting for that because I think, you know, what Jim Merce is doing is so wrong. Like, it, it's so disrespectful. It's crazy. And this guy's like, a, a top three player on his team. It, he's probably the best player on his team. Like it's it's r- ridiculous and it doesn't make any sense. Um, and I the, but my argument to to kind of combat this is when if he does end up playing, uh, I don't like this Colts offense at all. I uh, also don't like the fact that he has to play with uh, uh if if he does play majority of the season, you know, uh, uh, Anthony Richardson because of how much he's going to run. I don't know how what they're going to be like in goal line situations if they ever get there. Like, their offense is going to be atrocious. You you saw that at the end of last year. Anthony Richardson, you know, if, if he is a, a, a great player um, and, you know, what you drafted him to be right away, like, he's not – he's you're not going to get the, that many, you know, offensive, you know uh, – Yards, you know, like just just to be on the field much and actually sustain drives with a rookie quarterback. You 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 only have Michael Pittman who he he's unproven himself. Like he he hasn't had the you know the best kind of um career to start. He hasn't had the best things around him uh to to see if he's actually good or not. But you know, it's the same kind of argument with the Broncos except JT's actually good so it, it's hard to to have that upside and, and you drafted him as a running back seven um at the end of the second round I don't want anything to do that with that there's so many good players there that you you have such high upside there with especially at the wide receiver position like I, that I don't want to be drafting him here it's just it's just it's gross, and if he decides he doesn't want to play the entire season or he plays one game, I'm for it because I, I, Jim says I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, Charlie and fellow running backs, sticking up for the running backs. You are my <laughs> hero. Yeah, well, it's what you said there, Charlie, at the end. It's like, why take JT when you can take 
Tony Pollard is going near him, Saquon, Derrick Henry, Ramondre. Like, just give me all those guys over JT, like, every single time. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you know they're going to play. And they're yeah, better. You know play, how their teams yeah. are going to use them as well. Yeah. And they're in good off. Like, they're in, like, I'm not going to say Ramondre's in a good offense, but he's, he's role is so secure. Yeah, and that's not even, like, looking at the receivers going around him. Like Charlene said, like, uh, Frank's number one fan, T Higgins, like, Give me that. Give me just, just. <laughs> no, don't start me on T Higgins. We had an argument before we started recording, Andrew. Let's not, let's not bring it up. Okay, I'm sorry, but like, um, you know, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, Devontae Smith. Are these names better, Frank? Like Chris Olave and Jalen Waddle. If you're not taking them over JT, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, running back busts. We've said it all. Um. It's been fun, fellas. I love talking busts. Um, a few, a few running backs on Frank's team, which is always fun to mention. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be hitting the running backs we want you to draft soon, and then we'll be into our receivers and tight end editions of these pods. Um, thanks, boys. Quarterbacks and running back busts are done. Any last comments before we get out of it? No. I'm I'm good. Go up, guys. What is it, Frank? Conquer the day. Conquer the day. Conquer the day. That's Conquer it. Conquer the day. Sorry, I shortchanged the listeners. Conquer the day. There it is. Get after it. <laughs>